0: Uh, welcome to Left in the South podcast. I'm your co-host Pilot, also known as David. Yo, what's up, boys? It's Dougly. Episode three, baby. Episode three. it honestly, I'm loving. I'm loving what we're doing right now. Me too. Feels man. pretty good to do uh, do this podcast. You know? Life's a beach, Pilot. It yep. is a beach. <laughs> you ever heard that? Yeah. <laughs> so what's yeah,
1: been going on, Pilot? Why are
0: uh, we here? We're, we're here to record po- podcast in the oh, first place. Oh,
1: okay. So you like. Yeah. Right? What do you mean? I thought we were going to be... Never mind.
0: Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, honestly, I've been doing good, dude. This week, uh, you know, going to class, watching Rick and Morty. Uh, uh watching yeah, it. hey, the
1: Rick, the famed Rick and Morty premiere pilot. Oh yeah, that, that was has, last Sunday. That was yeah. fucking amazing, honestly. It was, it was what? so good. Oh, the next episode Dude. is actually like in 12 hours from now, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I know,
0: am I, are you going to be there? or yeah, sure. is that, like another first one.
1: <laughs> yeah, for the listeners, uh, I totally said that I was going to go to a watch party, and then I was instead sleeping, sleep party. It's this new thing I invented, but yeah, I honestly. later watched the episode, and I can confidently say that my prediction was incorrect and the show was really good in fact i personally think that it was probably the best episode they've ever made what what do you think
0: Yeah, honestly i can't stop watching like and usually i don't even watch stuff like over like more than once but it's like super rewatchable for some reason
1: it's actually really good there's a lot of, like, visual gags in the show, which I feel like is kind of a new territory for them. Like, they had visual gags, but not nearly as many as were in this episode. It reminds me a lot about BoJack Horseman. You know, I I keep, like, fellating that show, but I fucking Yeah, you love, love it. it.
0: I mean, I love it, too. It's really good. But an update from last week. Uh, Rodney Reed is freed. We have some good fucking news, guys. Uh, He's not going
1: to be executed on the 20th. Yeah, Rodney Reed. Uh, it, we did it. We fucking did it, dude. Our podcast came out, and the, the mm-hmm. governor of Texas was forced to abdicate, and he actually was executed by guillotine. Uh, they, they haven't released this story yet, but I have a source on the inside, and... I can confidently say that that will be coming out soon, probably on uh, Jacobin or, you know, something like that. Maybe the Washington Post. But, yeah, I'm glad that
0: he's not going to get killed for fucking doing a crime he didn't commit.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it feels good, and, yeah, it's worth celebrating, but at the end of the day, I mean, we do have to remember that this man has been sitting in prison for over two decades for a crime that he... And he's still in prison, Yes, Yeah, so they stayed his execution, so he's not going to get killed on the 20th, but he's not getting released either. Basically, how it works is... He had exhausted his appeals, which uh, if you don't know how the death penalty works, if you are sentenced to die, you receive the uh, opportunity to appeal your sentence for a lesser sentence, less than the death penalty. And in, in a lot of cases, most people plea down to a lower sentence um, because, I mean, as much as the state, especially Texas, likes to pretend that they love executing people, it's actually like a lot of work, a lot of bureaucracy. So they try to avoid it whenever possible. But uh, I don't know what was special about Rodney Reed. His skin color might have something to do with he it. fucking do it but yeah so i don't know what was different about rodney reed but they really wanted to kill this guy but uh basically a stay just means that he gets to appeal his execution dude, again you
0: know that cop has fucking hands and fucking pockets uh, you know high up dude yeah like they're like we gotta kill him fast dude the, <laughs> the, the public they're they're figuring it out
1: yeah i mean like they're fresh off the epstein shit bro i don't think they can get away with killing another person right in front of us I mean, that being yeah. said, they definitely could get away with it. So I Yeah, 100%. Mean, yeah, 100%. If anything, the Epstein thing just solidified that in their minds. These fucking ghouls are just like, oh, we, we we fucked this up so badly and we still got away with it. So, I mean, if anything, they've been emboldened by this case. I mean, I, mean I'm surp- I wouldn't be surprised if we see more, like, political dissidents being killed in the future. I mean, that's the same thing that happened in Italy in the 80s. Same thing that happened in Germany in the 30s. It, I mean, historically, this just happens in right-wing regimes. Political dissenters are silenced because they have to be. They cannot be allowed to exist because they're a constant threat to the hegemonic power sure, of the state. I mean, so, same yeah.
0: thing that happened in Hong Kong. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, yeah the same thing happening
0: in Hong Kong now. In-
1: women like uh they're like killing
0: people and like dumping their bodies in like you know the sea and not only that but um there was this actually this one woman who was uh killed it was the daughter of uh, the mother of this 15 year old girl and then someone who tried to be her like the girl's aunt to say oh no she's 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 fine she's fine she's like just not here you know what i mean and it turns out the aunt wasn't actually even the real aunt it was like some plant <laughs>
1: yeah but like, they've been doing Jesus. that dude. it's not only that i mean that's crazy they, they they will literally plant a fucking fake family member but they've like on an even scarier note they've been planting like fake police like they'll have hong kong police or like uh i mean pro china police officers that will pretend to be citizens pretend to be like protesters and then whenever they gain the trust of the protesters they'll Literally just like take them down or beat them up. I mean, I've seen footage of a guy literally beating the fuck out of a guy on a train. Like, just pu- like, just turning him into a fucking pulp and like he was one of those uh he was one of the pro china people who was like uh masquerading as a protester it's fucking disgusting but i mean these tactics are so effective because the big threat with this kind of collective action is the collective part it's not the action part because they can they can uh beat down individuals but whenever they collectively act it makes it really hard for the state so by putting these plants in they're sowing doubt and uh mistrust among the people and the protesters and that um, causes the movement to kind of break apart. And I think that's what they're hoping will happen. But I hope... Well, I mean, like, I, I, we've talked about this before. I don't really care that much about Hong Kong. But, I mean, like, I don't want the people there to be murdered. So hopefully they get out of this shit alive.
0: I mean, yeah, it's kind of insane. Uh, insane. Like, recently they uh, deployed troops in Hong Kong to... Uh, chinese troops to to, to clear the roadblocks and at the universities yeah. so i don't know if you heard like they, they planted the they like glued down bricks on roads so it's like they're having trouble you know with um like mobilizing the cars shit. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean and that's like, really smart i
1: mean does this does this event remind you of anything The marching I'm... the army <laughs> into the fucking universities it's very yeah it's 19... kind of insane yeah, it's very Tiananmen Square, you know what I mean? And,
0: like, there's a lot of pro china people are like, w- like, what do you mean, like, we should be worrying about them deploying troops? Like, they're just cleaning up the roadblocks. Yeah. Like, what's so wrong with that? Yeah. Like, what's so controversial about that? It's it's that they stationed soldiers in hong kong like first they're gonna station soldiers with just brim but then like you know they're gonna fucking give them guns and they're gonna gun down people yeah and then
1: they're gonna use some justification like oh they got violent and like that's gonna be the justification exactly and then right as soon as the fucking as soon as the glass breaks it's all fucking guns loose they can just kill people because they have the justification to do so and they know that the west will never stop them
0: Yeah, honestly, like, they're just going to play it. They're just going to play it as, like, because they have already done it for their Chinese people. Like, the Chinese people literally think Hong Kong people are, like, are monkeys and they're, like, roaches and they're, like, so stupid for, like, trying to defy China. Like, their citizens are brainwashed. Like, and, like, they're literally going to believe whatever China says. So, like, it's not the mainland Chinese
1: people are going to revolt against their own government for, like, this atrocity. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's really sad because the state of hong kong right now is largely a result of the imperial force of of great britain during like especially during world war ii and like post-world uh, post-war era like whenever they ceded hong kong back to china basically what they did is they created this social cleavage of this like pr- more democratic state in hong kong that was basically just ceded to to china a totalitarian communist dictatorship basically that like those two things clash. I mean, obviously, those those <laughs> forms of, uh, of government are not compatible. Those the 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 popular uh, the popular thought among the people in Hong Kong is not similar at all to the people of mainland China. And like so 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 the Chinese government can use that social cleavage to justify basically doing whatever they want and the people of China will support them. It's not unlike the U.S. Whenever, uh, like people like Trump or you know other people like Stephen Miller, especially, um, like they use things like immigration and fear of like aliens, you know, others, fear of others, to dehumanize people, and so that even the most well-intentioned person, like a liberal person, for example, in America, can justify things like, like killing or arresting people who come to the country illegally without just cause. They're like, oh, we're just protecting ourselves. Because in their mind, they've been literally brainwashed by the government to see these people as different from us. They are not human beings. They're some other thing not necessarily lesser because a lot of liberals will say oh no i don't think that they're less it's just that you know at the end of the day we have to protect ourselves because they don't see them necessarily as less but they just see them as different they're not like us we cannot do the same things to them that we do to our own people because they're not our people and they'll never fit in they'll never be us and this is the same thing that they do in china to justify the hong kong shit and it's fucking gross yeah
0: i was reading this uh read it a post and in the comments some guy was like yeah one of my, um one of the people i know here he's like in there for uh, school or something and um he's like yeah he's like super nice guy like super chill like you know you can never hear a flying he's like he like thinks like oh yeah fucking hong kong like fuck those people down there you know what i mean like they need to like stop those people yeah they they can like you know they're they're brainwashed like yeah. plain simple." Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, it's hard to blame the average Chinese person, though. I mean, like, I, I don't think that we should be blaming them. Ultimately, it's the government. I mean, they're ethnically cleansing this uh, the fucking Uyghur population from China. They won't hesitate yeah. to do the same with the people of Hong Kong if they don't eventually uh you know bow to their will i mean the the fact the only thing protecting hong kong is is one its position on the whole on the world stage uh, aka the media yeah like you're saying and two is because of their economic position in the world stage if they were some other population like the we the ethnic minority of the uyghurs for example if like, they like north would Korea be,
0: was doing this shit like we'd gun them
1: down exactly like they would be gone two years ago ten years ago they would have been dead already, and we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. Like, the only thing protecting them is their access to capital, and, and China knows that. That's why they're, they're not able to do what they're doing with the Uyghurs. They're not able to create death camps and march Hong Kong people into it because they know that the consequences will be dire. Because, in reality, the overarching, like, ideals of Western society don't mean that we actually have to protect people. It's just that we have to protect... People that provide us value. So if China were to march into Hong Kong and kill people, we would have America would have a problem with that. But if China were to continue to kill uh, ethnic minorities and political dissidents, we don't do anything because what do we have to gain from condemning that kind of action, especially when we do that kind of shit all the time? Yeah. Like, the, this is a cornerstone of the American hegemonic imperial force. I mean, we did this in South America dozens of times in the past 50 years. Fucking uh, Venezuela, uh, Cuba. Uh, but still, I mean, we do this shit all the time, so it's kind of hard for us to condemn it. And it's fucking sick.
0: Honestly, if the media wasn't in Hong Kong, they'd probably have already marched their tanks down there oh, to yeah, fucking run people over.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's why open journalism is so important in a, in a free society and like a lot of
0: the protesters are protecting like um people who come down there like reporters and stuff like that yeah like because they want they want because they
1: need the eyes they know that that's the only thing protecting them uh what is that what is that saying democracy dies in darkness isn't that it
0: yeah i think so
1: yeah like i mean that that is true i mean like whatever you want to say about electoralism like if you hold that dear as a as a like a foundational principle of your society like yeah you You have to have this kind of uh, media presence or else the state can just do whatever the fuck they want. They can seize the power where they see it because no one will stop them. Honestly, it's disgusting. It really is. But
0: you know what's even more disgusting? (laughs) Fucking Obama, dude.
1: Oh my God. Oh, bummer.
0: When I saw this article, I I was so fucking triggered. (laughs) What article? (laughs) Please uh, tell me. Obama said that like, uh, the Democrats need to stop being so radical and that we don't, we're not revolutionary, and we need improvement.
1: Uh, God, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, and maybe A if he really, fucking interest, dude. <laughs> I mean, maybe if he thought that we needed an improvement, maybe he would have tried to do something. I don't know. While he was, you know, president of the fucking United States of America, and not just anything, you know, something other than drone striking thousands of children and women. Something other than that. I know that's really difficult to not drone strike people halfway across the world, but I think that if you really try, you can manage it. But you know. Apparently not, because even these smart, educated people from Harvard, like Barack Obama, still somehow go into office. Uh, you know, bright, bright-tailed and bushy-eyed or however you say that (laughs) and still somehow managed to come out eight years later with a fucking body count like higher than bezos's net worth and no legislation to show for it fuck like oh the the older i've gotten the more i've gotten involved in politics the more disgusted by obama i have become like he is he is not a progressive he's not a leftist he's not a democrat even i don't think i mean. I guess a lot of Democrats are like him, but they're fucking imposters. Like, and this is why leftism is dying in America. Is because people like him claim to be leftists or progressives or liberals or whatever you want to say. And they're just plainly not. And people lose faith in the in the institutions of democracy because of that fact.
0: Yeah, I just really hope like this is him just trying to help Biden as much as he can right now. Because, like, they're like, please, no, stop, Warren, and Sanders getting points right now. Like, Biden, he's safe. He's a
1: safe choice. Yeah. No, stop. I I don't know. I'm kind of torn on that. Because it is weird to me, like, what you're saying right now. It's weird to me that Obama has never, like, blatantly said... Biden. yeah exactly exactly like he's never outright supported biden in the media or anything like that and in fact i remember an article i think it was in wapo where they were talking about how uh, uh joe biden when he was deciding to run in 2016 all uh, right sorry 2020 when he was trying to decide whether or not to run um obama famously said like joe you don't have to do this <laughs> he said, he said, yeah he's <laughs> he like, like joe, joe you didn't <laughs> So I mean it's I don't know I mean like him and him and Joe are not they're very they very much agree on many things but they very much disagree on many other things.
0: Biden is just like I don't know if
1: Biden's even there in the head like where is Biden dude? Like, yeah, I feel like he's he's he's, he's nowhere. Yeah, his brain time. is fucking leaking out of his busted ass eye, bro. It's insane. The man dies more and more every time I see him on TV. Like he's getting closer he and closer the man to get. diapers, dude. Like it's insane. Seriously, man. Like, who? Where is his care? care like caregiver? They need to take better <laughs> care of him. They're letting him get on fucking CNN. Like that's insane. It was
0: so funny when he called uh, Sanders president. Oh my god! Just, yeah, that's so embarrassing. How
1: do you live after that? I mean, because he can see the future. Like I, I, it. Little known oh, fact. Boy. Little known fact: When your brain is addled with dementia, you get a special power where you can see the future, but you can't remember the past. <laughs> It's fucking crazy. Yeah. But uh, something
0: that uh, Bernie tweeted was that, like, uh, I don't think it's so
1: radical that I don't think people should be dying because they can't afford health care. It's not radical. That's the it's thing. Not, That's, that is that is the centrist position, man. That is the centrist position. and A lot of Americans, I don't think, understand that. Or they they if they understand it, they don't understand it on an ideological spectrum sense. They don't see politics as, like, to Americans, the left is... You know, uh, having having uh, uh, a low interest or sorry, a high interest savings account to uh, for retirement paid for by the government, or or like uh, a, a medical a healthcare savings account that's tax deductible. Like these are the kind of technocratic ideas that Americans see as leftism. When in reality, leftism is you know arm the fucking working class and behead the ruling class like that this is leftism and i think the disconnect between actual leftism and american leftism has done so much damage politically in this country it's it's so painful because you can't even begin to have a conversation with people that don't understand what radical leftism actually even is because whether or not you agree with it you have to understand it at least before you can make an educated decision and no one understands it in america that's why i like bernie because he just blatantly says things that are true that everyone agrees with and he's an open socialist i almost wish that bernie had had just stayed closet the whole time because like these obvious things like universal health care for example are just so fucking blatantly obvious that it does not matter your ideology you are a monster if you don't support something like this it's not ideological it's 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 logical and obvious Anyone who disagrees with this legislation or some form of legislation like Medicare for all or single payer health care, anyone like that, you could you should just k- not listen to them. Just just tune <laughs> them out. Just delete them from your fucking brain because they're not worth talking to. They're not human beings. They don't they don't give consideration to you. Why should you give consideration to them? And Bernie wants to have conversations like that. We need to stop pandering to people that are literally fucking exploiting us. And he just says that. And Biden uh, yeah, will right. and never yeah, wants change. Yes, like, he does.
0: Like, the Democrats just want shit to stay the same. Yes, they just want to appease the right.
1: Like yes. I don't get it. And that's why they had such a big push for Beto O'Dork, is because he's the fucking white Obama. But but that's the thing that they don't understand. The ruling class, the, the democratic ruling class of the democratic party is so disconnected from what americans actually believe because they think that people want eight more years of obama no they want fucking health care they want a job that pays enough for them to live they want a fucking retirement account that they they want retirement backed by the government so that they can actually retire before they fucking die of consumption because they're working the coal mine because for some reason we're still fucking bringing back coal in 2019 like these are the things that actual americans are concerned with they don't want tax deductible savings accounts so that they can you know pay $20,000 instead of $7,000 before they declare bankruptcy because they had cancer or something it's fucking ridiculous these people have no idea what their constituents actually need or want and they never will because they they are so separated from the actual real life that people live in this country and and bernie is not bernie is a working class candidate who is a working class person who understands the needs of the working class and that's why he fights so hard for them people like biden they can't even they can't they can't even begin to engage about conversations that are on the left of the spectrum because they have never needed legislation like this. They have never relied on institutions like, like welfare. They, they don't understand the, that it's a difference between life and death for these people. And they never will understand it unless we separate them from their capital, which is an option. But I don't know. Maybe we'll never do that. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, it's disgusting. What do you think about but, Obama pilot? Like, what Obama, when you were I mean, when you were a kid and he was president? Like, we're we're both around twenty years old, and so so yeah. we were we grew up in the Obama era, and I think that me I'm gonna give you what I thought, and then I want to hear your opinion. When I was growing up, I saw Obama as this kind of like, I first of all, in 2008 when he ran for the first time, I really wanted him to lose to McCain because I didn't understand what politics was, and my whole family told me that Democrats were the bad ones that wanted to kill babies, So, and also I was kind of like closeted racist, but I didn't really know what that even was at the time, so I was like, eh, I kind of was weirded out by the fact that he was black, I was kind of weirded out, I I really didn't want him to win because he was a Democrat, and then during the whole eight years, like, my 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 stances on politics started to like manifest so like my opinion about him changed because i kind of started to become like a liberal centrist like libertarian kind of guy and then eventually i was like yeah i fucking love obama he's amazing and then eventually i became you know what i am now like an extreme leftist and i'm like uh, again i'm back to like fuck that guy but for totally different reasons what what was your image of obama when you were growing up in the obama era like during his presidency? honestly like when obama was president i thought I'm like dude this is
0: the best time we're living in the best time of our lives right now uh, we have a black man in office and you know <laughs> things are gonna be great you know everything's gonna be great yeah. you know everyone's gonna be happy you know we're gonna have a good time Things son. are gonna
1: change That's probably and then
0: bad. you know the housing market crashed yeah. and then Uh, everything really started turning to shit uh my dad had to go for bankrupt
1: and (laughs) (laughs) and that's that's not obama's fault but he did nothing to stifle it i mean he did absolutely nothing in the wake of the housing crisis when when it became more apparent than ever that our capitalist system was failing the average person he chose to do nothing and instead to drone strike syria he could have done so much, and he had so much power. And for his first, uh, like two years in office, he had control of all three branches of the government, and he did nothing. He could have passed Obamacare with, uh, with the individual mandate, with, with whatever he fucking wanted in the legislation, and he chose not to because he's a fucking coward. Yeah,
0: Obama bad. Yeah, it's honestly, Obama like been... I don't know. This article's really, like, honestly, flipped me on Obama, like, hard. Like, honestly, yeah. starting to realize how of a
1: centrist Obama is. Yep. How, how much of a centrist all of these ghouls are, dude. None of them are progressive. Like, I hate that word because it has lost all meaning. These, these candidates will just come on stage and just mindlessly say things like, yeah, I'm progressive. Yeah, I support this legislation and that. And they, they, they justify it because, you know, when they were a senator, they signed on to bills that had 0% chance of passing, as if that shows that they're somehow brave. But in reality, they have no fucking ideology. They just want power so that they can sit on the throne and do nothing. That's all they ever fucking do. The Democrats, anyway, do nothing. They get in power and then they do nothing and then they complain that they got fucking stifled by the Republicans because they choose to reach across the aisle with people that are totally antithetical the antithesis of everything that the left should believe in so when they attempt to reach across the aisle to create this fucking grand coalition team of rivals pipe dream that obama had for his eight years in presidency they fuck everything up and they shift the window to the right even further than it is right now and it will continue to do that until we actually have a working class candidate like bernie and it's fucking horrible (laughs) this the the window in this country is so far to the right pilot it's insane (laughs) yeah it's really like centrist totally. to us are like fucking nazis to everywhere else it's insane anyway fuck these fucking centrist ghouls dude like i don't even like talking about them i don't like occupying my mind with them because it's totally a waste of time i mean they do nothing they're inconsequential the only consequence that they have is taking up a slot of someone who deserves it so i guess you know the only thing to be learned from this is that either A, we need to stop believing in electoralism, which you know, I'd like to think that that's not what we should do, or B, we just need to actually elect someone who will do something. I mean, I guess that's really what we need to learn for this fucking thing. And, uh, but I'm I mean, done if we
0: didn't about have that. the electoral system like and it was just like the people who voted
1: I think would be way better off. Oh, I'm not even talking about that. I'm literally talking about electoralism period, like elect electing government officials (laughs) i'm talking about that Yeah, i mean a lot of extreme leftists like maoists and stuff like that like they don't believe in electoralism they don't because it is true that while i think that it's the best system personally because i haven't Uh, been exposed to any better ones i also admit that yeah the greatest shortcoming of democracy of true democracy is that the average opinion of a bunch of fucking idiots that know nothing about society or sociology or politics or political theory the average opinion of those people is not probably not going to be the best you know what i mean so uh yeah yeah, there there are downfalls to electoralism but I, i hesitate to say that i disagree with it because i can't personally think of a better
0: Yeah, like, I can't think of any better system than voting for who we want to, you know, rule our country, basically, or, you know, be the president, the face of our country.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think in theory, the idea of just putting a technocrat in office that will do everything the best possible way is a great dream, and I wish that we could do that. But it's just like, I mean, historically, every every time that you give someone that kind of unilateral power over the government it just it never ends well and i'm sure that there's some way to make that work but i'm i'm just not smart enough to think of it so I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah hopefully we
0: have a better system in the future true but uh, i mean more about the hong kong story apparently there was a during the university siege a police officer was shot with an arrow
1: an arrow
0: an era. holy like, shit i've heard about like them like using like, some like some special fucking tactics in hong kong but like i would never think like someone's like all right dude, it's time to pull out my bone arrow isn't it crazy like, this doing, shit like, has <laughs> popped off too long
1: yeah they're doing like siege tactics
0: i mean yeah like though i remember this thing on Reddit, like like the police officers were like um they were like trying to swarm into this um university and like the students like there was a picture, like. Like we made it throughout the night. Like we defended the university. I'm like, holy shit, dude! Yeah, like, what? it's like a fucking, <laughs> it's, it's like,
1: yeah, it's like the uh, the Bastille from France. They're literally just like yeah, storming buildings it's like and the Alamo, them. dude! Like, yeah. holy shit, that's crazy, man! Like, it, that is so crazy to me, though. Speaking of the Hong Kong stuff in general, just like the idea of like fighting for your life is something that it, it, I wouldn't say it keeps me up at night, but I think about it a lot when I, whenever I'm having like issues in my life thinking like god it would it would suck to you know not even be not even know if you're gonna be alive like tomorrow <laughs> or like next week or you know we like I mean?
0: having a normal life and then suddenly like this is turned your whole life up now like you yeah, can't go to work exactly like you can't buy stuff like... suddenly you
1: don't know where you're gonna get your next drink of water you know what i mean like that that's some problem that i never expect to face <laughs> that kind of thing you don't, you don't you know you don't know where you're gonna eat next you don't know where it's safe to walk it like in your own town anymore because the people, around yeah, like, you are, people so are like
0: people are getting their eyes shot out by yeah. like police officers and shit yeah like uh, someone was blinded because of the police that shot both their eyes out with like the rubber pellets
1: yeah that is like and, the, like it's the, obvious they're,
0: they're aiming for your eyes like they said oh also, yeah. it's like, obviously it's, it's symbolic
1: they don't want to kill these people because they know that the backlash would be great they want to maim them and demean them and torture them until they give in i mean it's really as simple yeah. as that and i mean the
0: one thing that's really like got me was like how long this has been going on for
1: yeah for over, like, over yeah, a month right i think two months? like
0: longer than that i think i think it's been since july
1: holy shit really it's been a while Oh my god. I think you're right actually. It just seems like it was shorter cuz you know things like this don't usually last so long because yeah. one side has to give in at some point. But I guess the stakes are, you know, extremely high so it's kind of hard to give in.
0: Yeah, like earlier it wasn't like the protests weren't as bad. Like you know, it was still pretty chill, but then like it's gone to DEFCON 5.
1: Yeah. I'll be honest, that is like the one centrist position that I I have sympathy for is kind of uh, like speaking of the Hong Kong stuff whenever people's lives just get flipped upside down a lot of them will say things like we just want things to go back to normal we just want you know to to be comfortable and feel safe like it is true that fighting for your life is a struggle that kind of has to be done you know especially in this case like whenever you're basically like doing a revolution like you have no choice but to fight because if you lose you lose everything. So, but, but I, but I also like feel for the people that, you know, they're, they want a better life, but they're terrified of the consequences of losing. They're terrified of the struggle itself. And I, I really do have sympathy for those people because I I never know. I would have no idea what I would do with myself in that case. Like, I hope I would be a, a working class hero and, you know, band together with my brothers under all circumstances, but i mean that shit is scary i mean like they, they're dying they're being killed it's not yeah, it's especially not nothing like, the people who
0: exploit like what's going on and like try to do like crime and shit yeah or, like, you know, everyone else is getting fucked yeah. so like not not only are you to like defend for your life but you might even defend for your own property yeah you know i mean like the stuff you own people might be like trying to steal your shit while yeah. like everything's going down
1: the basic services that we rely on every day like government services like police firemen stuff like that like in in times like this in times of uh, revolution before you're able to set up your own version of that you have to go without it and like these things are important and society needs them to function like these institutions that we rely on yeah i wonder if it's a war of attrition like the oh yeah absolutely
0: just like war wear out these protesters as much as they can you know i mean like like killing them like you know secretly killing some of them yeah you know bl- like blowing their eyes out fucking kidnapping them
1: yeah i think you're right and i think <coughs> even lot. more even more so they're trying to not only tire out the protesters themselves but the media attention that they're getting because eventually people are going to forget about this There's, it's only so long that you know reddit can be obsessed with hong kong it's only so long that CNN's going to run stories about how the police did this and that in hong kong you know they're because yeah, it's all about clicks, too. Like, exactly. oh, the...
0: this isn't getting enough clicks. Like, there's no point in talking about this anymore. Right,
1: and as soon as the ratings start to drop, people are going to care a little bit less about it, a little bit less every day, until eventually they don't even think about it whenever you know a new news article comes out that china killed another protester they're going to be like oh, i mean that happened last week it happened the week before They'll, you know of course they're going to say oh that's horrible but they're not really going to care that much because they saw this story last week they saw it two weeks ago they saw it three weeks ago and it becomes normalized and china knows that all they have to do is wait and they can't wait what i'm thinking right now is what china's going to do is that
0: they're going to try to put see how much they can push it like all right we're going to blow their eyes out and then you know we're going to kill one of them and they're going to kill two of them and see how the media reacts until like all right we can Kill like one or two per week, guys. So, like, this is the minimum, yeah. Yeah. Like, seeing how far they can push the media and like how far they how much they can get away with,
1: yeah. And that's the thing if they do, if they drip it like that, they can eventually start to do more. Because, like, I was saying, as they normalize it, like, if they kill one person, that's terrible, and people are gonna freak out about it. But then next week, when they kill 10 people they're they're going to care but they're going to care a little bit less. And then the next week they're going to kill 100 people and then the next week they're going to kill a whole school ful- filled with students that are protesting. They're not even going to bother tear gassing them. They're just going to execute them. And like eventually people are just going to stop caring and there's it's it's hard to combat that because ultimately there's nothing we can do about it. So the attention that we're giving them only matters so much because it's not like we can free these people. It's not like we can help them in any meaningful way.
0: Yeah, a theory I had, um, remember, I don't know if I showed you that image like a while ago of like the, ch- those Chinese, like, um, like troops, like heading into Hong Kong, like a while ago, I always had a theory, like the police, like the police of Hong Kong, they left like a while ago. Now it's just like Chinese military in Hong Kong police uniform. Cause like, it's so hard to believe, like Hong Kong doesn't have a military, obviously, right?
1: They just have like a, uh, to, like, a like police the-
0: force, like a, like MP, right?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, their military is the military yeah. of China.
0: But, like, you know, they don't have, like, their own people. Like, I can never imagine, like, like the mil- like the our military going against their own citizens. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, the people I mean, you protect, like, times. oh, well, you're going to have to fuck them over now.
1: Yeah, I mean, that has happened several times. I mean, it mostly happens. Uh, historically, it's happened a lot when, like, black people, civil unrest, they a lot of times call in the military on them. I mean, it's always marginalized groups because if they did it to the main population, like the the upper middle class, for example, the people who actually have political power in the country or somewhat political power, if they did that to those people, there would be consequences. But they can do this shit to marginalized groups and there's nothing that they can do to retaliate. So there's no consequences for that. I mean, the U.S. does it too. And it's disgusting no matter who does it. And we do it all the time. So, yeah, I mean, any use of force like this is inappropriate. And domestic or abroad doesn't matter. This shit is wrong and the the countries that do it should be condemned on the world stage and the people should rise up if possible. But again, you run into the problem where this asymmetrical power between the protesters and the government just means that yeah, the government can just wait it out. They could just do a war of attrition and they're always going to win. And there's really nothing you can do except hope that CNN and Washington Post keep writing about you long enough That the government gives in to at least some of your demands, and then maybe next time you'll get another thing, and it's just a constant struggle, and the the battle never. Too
0: too proud to like give in to Hong Kong's demands. Like I don't think they're ever gonna do that. They're like
1: they're too full of themselves in a way. Did you see the Hong Kong protesters' demands? They have like a short list of five things that they need, and or that they're demanding. And I mean, there are some things on the list that are just totally like China will never do that. They will never. I, I don't remember the exact things. Like like two of them I know are, uh, first of all, stop characterizing the protests as uh, riots was one thing. Uh, release all of the political prisoners is the second thing. And then uh, th- there's a couple other demands. One of them, oh, uh, the the, uh, uh, the extradition bill that they passed, immediately get rid of that. The one that allows them to like deport criminal, uh, I mean, political pr- uh, prisoners to mainland China. They wanted that bill to be revoked. And I think that the government said that they were going to table the bill, but then eventually pass it later. Um, and the protesters said that they weren't willing to accept that. So um, it, 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 like, China is never going to give in on that because that is extremely important to their. Parents. Yeah.
0: I just looked it up and apparently like um, one of them is also to stop saying cause like back there was just protests, you know, peaceful protest. There weren't any riots and they were calling those like peaceful protests riots. So they right. wanted to stop saying right, that yeah. there were riots and you know, this was just a protest. But now obviously the riots like, you know, they gone off. They're like, we can't like, they're not listening. They're not doing anything about it.
1: Well, I mean, riot is just such an inherently negative word, and if honestly, the nowadays they're
0: even but... rioting. I think most of the time they're defending themselves. No. Yeah,
1: they're 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 protesting. I mean, but the but rioting is a form of protesting. Yeah. First of all, I like to be clear: rioting is not necessarily a bad thing. These people are rioting in for the cause of their freedom from an uh, a hegemonic fucking imp- uh, not imperial force, but a hegemonic uh, uh, authoritarian force that is. A, a threatening to imprison them for political dissent. So I mean, like this is a life or death fight for them. It's not. A, it's not a riot. It's a protest. Yeah. They also want to, and regardless of what form it manifests in. I mean, even if they were killing politicians, that would be a form of protest. I mean, I, I would never recommend you kill politicians unless it's literally self defense. But I mean, ultimately, these are forms of protest that whether or not you agree with them, they are still protest Yeah. They also
0: want to release and exonerate arrested protesters, which is fair. Uh, they yeah. should have done that already they want to establish an independent right. commission of inquiry into police conduct and use of force during the protest so, Yeah, so obviously the police like they're fucking being extremely violent to their own uh, civilians
1: yeah I mean it's just horrible it, it just really shows though that the police uh no in every first world country like with an advanced economy they exist solely to protect capital i don't know a lot about like lower uh income you know lower gdp nations with like weird militia police forces i don't know much about that but i know in every country equivalent or close to america these police forces only exist to subjugate the working class and to protect the capital uh, the interests of the capitalist class and um It's no more clear than in cases like Hong Kong uh, and in cases like, you know, uh, Charlottesville in cases like uh, the ah, shit, the neo-Nazi rally thing. I forget what Uh, what city it was in, but you know what I'm talking about. No, the other one. But regardless, it but it doesn't matter. The point is, yeah, the police are are not on our side. And I think a lot of liberals kind of have to come to terms with that. And it is really hard because. You you like to think of police as good people, heroes, people that wanna help you, but they're fucking meatheads, a lot of them, and they wanna hurt you, and they wanna hurt your family, and even the ones that don't are part of an institution honestly, that does. Like, so, like, I hate to believe it, but honestly, like I think people
0: like unironically believe that liberal people who are liberal are like stupid and bad. Like like I thought it was always just a joke, but like I feel like a lot of people like believe in this. I was talking to my sister the other day. And I was talking to her about like, so like, what do you think about like, you know, free healthcare? care? She's like, oh, this is good stuff like that. And then I was talking to her about like, like communism, basically like, isn't it unfair that your boss makes more new, even though you produce more labor? And she was like, well, uh, you know, like, you know, like, not really like, you know, they deserve like, n- no, they didn't. They don't, they didn't deserve the money that they're getting not producing anything. Like, they were just to put there. And she's like, what if they, like, you know, start from the bottom? Like, okay, like, what if, like, you know, their father owns a company and they put them in that position? They didn't earn it then. So now what? You know, like.
1: Right. Yeah. And even if they started from the bottom, I mean, like, the fundamental principle of capitalism in a capitalist class means that there is some amount of exploitation, regardless of how small it is. I think the biggest message that the left needs to get across, especially in America, but really everywhere, is that it does not matter the level of exploitation the point is that the exploitation exists a lot of my like more centrist liberal friends uh... like to say things like you know well the capitalist is taking a great risk by investing in the company and uh, you know they deserve a higher pay because of that because they're getting a return for the risk that they're taking But but that first of all that premise doesn't make sense because the only reason they're able to take a risk is because of their access to capital I couldn't take a risk even if I wanted to even if this risk was really calculated and likely to return a lot of profit I don't have that opportunity because I don't have access to capital and secondly the, the employees that actually produce the labor Let's say that you're working at a supermarket and the value of your labor is actually $17 an hour, let's say, and you make $15 an hour. $15 an hour is a lot of money and it's definitely a living wage. That's perfectly – like for the average person, I'd say that's, that's a great good. wage. But but the difference between what you produce, which is $17, and what you receive, which is $15, is a difference of $2. That $2 has been exploited from you because your labor that you produce, it under – for no reason for no additional work the person who owns the means of production has gleaned that off the top and taken it for themselves they have produced nothing they have done no labor and the only thing that allows them to do that is their access to capital that that exploitation is the fundamental principle of capitalism and it's the very thing that Karl Marx's theories addressed, the fact that that exploitation exists is the reason that our society has classes, and that's why in a classless society, you do not have a capitalist class that is able to take risks. You distribute the wealth according to the labor produced, and I mean, that system just makes the most sense, I think. Um, Whether it's communism or some form of democratic socialism does not matter it's just the the fundamental principle of the fact that your labor is exploited is really what the left needs to communicate with voters in this country i think
0: yeah yeah i think people just own like most people are liberal they
1: just don't realize it well most people are leftists oh yeah i mean uh like the word i don't like the word liberal because it's kind of general but like because like when i think of liberal i think of people like barack obama I don't think, or I think of people like Hillary Clinton. I think of people like Joe Biden. When I think of leftists, I think of people like Bernie Sanders. I think of people like Jeremy Corbyn. Uh, I don't think about people like Biden. I don't think about people like Amy Klobuchar. Um, yeah. So, like, to me, leftist is more like, uh, you know, socialist or democratic socialist, whereas I see liberal as more like a centrist position. And I think that, like, like I was saying earlier, in this country, liberal, a.k.a. like people like Barack Obama, people like Hillary Clinton, is seen as the left in this country. That is seen as the left. Those people are center-right. Yeah. Those people are conservatives. They're not They're not progressives. They're not socialists. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know what else to say about that. That's just that's just an image that desperately needs to be done away with because the class consciousness in this society is at an all-time low, and it really needs help. Yeah. And Bernie Sanders is really helping that. I mean, a lot of working class people are starting to hear his message and realize the level of exploitation that they've actually been subjected to. And I think that even if he doesn't win the presidency, that is a really important thing that he's done for the Dude, country. Bernie
0: Sanders is doing pretty good now, but like earlier, I was honestly like thinking like Oh my god, Bernie's not doing good at all. Like Warren's totally fucking him right now. But like now that yeah. Warren's like, I don't know, like she started to like Oh shit, I need to start pulling back. Like I'm not gonna be able to do like some of the shit I'm saying right now.
1: Yeah, well it's not that she won't be able to do it, it's that she doesn't want to do it. That did you hear about her her, her Medicare for all Yeah, you know? that
0: like she's going uh, back on it, right?
1: Yeah, so I mean well she's not going back on it. People she had to be forced basically to say that she would do some kind of comprehensive like Medicare bill. She at first when she first announced her run she refused to even talk about it. Eventually she said yeah we're going to have some kind of plan but she was shaking on the details and then eventually she released her plan which we talked about on our first yeah. episode I think. And um and of course like I said on the episode it was it's not enough and it doesn't address the problems because it doesn't address the problem of the uh uh of the commodification of the healthcare system which is the problem. The problem is that the free market does not work with things like healthcare because it is a highly inelastic item that you you don't decide whether you need it or not. You simply need it and you must have it. So therefore people don't get to decide whether or not they want to spend money on it and therefore the prices need to be controlled. That I mean that's just basic, basic economics for everyone to understand – and uh, and uh, I think that Warren understands that, which is why she was so hesitant to say at the beginning that she didn't support Medicare for all, is because she knew how much support it has on the left. And did you see that Reuters poll that came out? Uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before. Has Bernie at a solid nineteen yeah, percent? Uh, yeah. With Joe Biden, I think. Yeah, 18, they were like 19, nineteen. And 19, uh, Warren right under. Yeah yeah and yeah i mean that that is a good sign i i mean the polls are you know totally fucking worthless i'm gonna say that every time we talk about polls on this show but um it does it basically tells you how much people are talking about him at the end of the day how much how much coverage he's getting how much how much chatter he's getting on social media and stuff honestly he's Um, doing so, doing so good
0: and there was this image i saw that says um she was getting an interview on there And uh, the interviewer asked her, "Bernie Sanders says there'll be no billionaires. Do you agree with that? She said, no, if someone has a great idea and they follow it through and they work hard and they build something good for them. I saw the image and I was like, dude, are you serious? It's like, (laughs) it's so ridiculous. Honestly, I agree. Like the person should be rewarded for coming up with a good idea. But like they shouldn't be able to exploit anybody at the end of the day. Right. Like they don't deserve a billion dollars. No one ever
1: deserves a billion dollars. Exactly. I mean, a billion dollars is more than a person can produce. I was actually talking about this earlier today, Pilot. Have you ever heard of the idea of like a wealth cap? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty yeah. intuitive. Yeah. Like, what what would your opinion be on a wealth cap of like, let's say, ten million dollars? So like, the marginal tax rate at ten million dollars. So like, after you earn ten million that year, on your ten millionth and first dollar would be taxed at a hundred percent, and then your and then every dollar after that would be you wouldn't receive it. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I mean, I totally agree with
0: that. I mean, I think that makes sense. Like, it keeps the the fucking 1%, you know, happy at least. Like, you know, like the extremely rich people who make over a million dollars a year. You know, at least they have that. But, like, even then, like, honestly, like, I don't know. Maybe, I might even say even lower, to be honest with you.
1: I mean, like, yeah, that 10 million number is kind of just something that, like, I kind of go to that because it's a number that I think most people would agree with but yeah i would agree that i think it should even be lower than that i mean but i mean because what can you not do with 10 million dollars Right, it's insane. like like that that's like such you already live in like the nicest money. house
0: ever you can already go to so many places and still have like so much more money to spend
1: yeah you can buy anything you want do anything you want have anyone you want on the phone at any time like th- these are connections that you don't get when you don't have that level of capital and like i don't know i i just don't I don't really accept the argument that these people need more money than that, but I do I am sympathetic to the argument that it doesn't matter if they need it, they deserve it. I'm sympathetic to that argument, but I disagree with it because like like we've said many times, I mean the the ability to produce that level of wealth is just it's. I don't really see how it's possible. It gets. I think I talked about this on episode one as well. But it gets kind of hazy when you talk about things like intellectual property, because it's hard to gauge the value of something like that. Like let's say Alexander Fleming, uh, like discovered penicillin, for example. Uh, that that invention itself is worth far more than ten million dollars yeah, to the human race. Yeah, but like, but the idea that that individual needs more than $10 dollars. From that invention, I I like I don't know. That's something that I don't. I'm not really sure about. And I think that that's why I set the cap. Yeah. So honestly, high. That people like that should because, just be
0: like their government should just like take care of them for the rest of their lives.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, like that's ultimately the the idea, right? Of like a leftist society is that you know we would collectively own and and and. Uh, Uh, invest in all you know public works such as you know research to uh, learn new things for medicine for example things that are like highly useful to everyone to the collective good of the commune or the society those things would be democratically decided and researched and invested in so like it doesn't necessarily require uh, even like a a money it doesn't require money it doesn't require you know because of course in like a communist society there is no currency so like Yeah, I mean like I'm sympathetic to that idea, but I just – I think that it's a good transitionary thing. Like while we work towards a more equal society, a a less exploitative society, while we work towards that, I think that legislation that says, yeah, okay, over $10 million, you get taxed at 70%, 80%, 90%, maybe even 100%. Legislation like that I think would be good for the period of time between the system that we have now and the system that we dream of someday. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like eventually we won't need that legislation, but as of right now, I think it would be it would be good, and it's long overdue. Yeah,
0: um, isn't the person who made insulin? Isn't that like isn't he profiting from that like heavily? Isn't that why like, a lot of people can't afford insulin because it gets like, privatized uh, or not? Well, the, or am I mistaken for something else?
1: Well. You're mistaken in the sense that the person who uh, invented it is the person that's, like, uh, profitizing it. But it is true that it is being profitized, and it's by the big pharma companies, people that sell the drugs. They have a monopoly over it because the average person can't create drugs. It requires a lot of capital. It requires a lot of investment, a lot of time and skill and knowledge. Um, So the average person can't do it. So these big pharma companies can basically set the price at whatever they want. But like I was saying earlier, because the medical – because the healthcare industry is not a – Uh, is not is a very inelastic market people don't get to decide whether they want to buy it or not so if the if big pharma says hey if you want to not die from rectal cancer you need to pay me 10 trillion dollars like if you don't want to die you're gonna you're gonna come up with the 10 trillion dollars, or you're gonna try to come up with 10 trillion dollars and and that's where that's where the government comes in because right exactly and that's where the government comes in and they say hey, we're going we're gonna to pass a law that says no one else besides the government can buy drugs, period. And because of that, because it is a, what's called a single-payer system and there's only one buyer, that means that the buyer has a lot of power when they're deciding the price. Because if they decide that's too much, I'm not going to buy it from you, then no one can buy it and they'll make no money. So by introducing a single-payer system, you can effectively decide how much you want to pay for the drugs and then – it, it it drives the cost down extremely especially in markets like healthcare where they're they're inelastic and people don't get to decide because companies can dis- can put the price at any level they want because they know people have to pay it so by having only one payer it reduces the price for everyone and that's ultimately what i think the only the only system that is effective will be and that's that's have you ever heard of the no. NHS it's the uh basically medicare for all quote unquote but for the uk that is a single payer system and their system works really well and the nhs is doing great although it did get cut a lot in the 90s and of course the conservative party over there wants to cut it uh but but people like jeremy corbin and the labor party they want to expand it because it is one of the best things that the uk has ever done and it's a really not a great country uh, the people there are fine it's crazy (laughs) that we don't
0: have that system but like you know big pharma has their pockets in our fucking government so, you know, a lobbyist yeah. and fucking bullshit like that.
1: Yep, and lobbying is another great example of, like, a neoliberal idea that is just totally alien to other countries. The idea that someone who has a fuck ton of money can just independently decide legislation for literally a country of 300 million people is a concept that would be seen as the most blatant and flagrant col- corruption in any other country. But somehow it's totally acceptable here. That shit has got to go immediately. And, yeah, that's one of Bernie's... uh. Uh, mean mean uh, uh, political platform issues is getting rid of the uh power of lobbyists in washington
0: honestly like please can we just put bernie in office already like holy shit
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, yeah we've officially decided uh on this show left in the south uh we're anti-electoral yeah and um... we're actually we're actually sponsoring a coup if you guys follow us on twitter we're going to be tweeting out the location for our secret meeting and yeah, we're gonna be meeting. Uh, I shouldn't say it on the pod, but I will DM everyone. Uh, Adilitz Podcast. Make sure to uh, on Twitter. Yeah, make sure to make sure to bring your attendees uh, because it might get cold and we might be out there for a while. But I can promise you that whenever I'm on the Iron Throne, things are gonna be better.
0: Yeah, but uh, let's uh, go away from super leftist liberal shit, political stuff. All right. Uh, I was looking at some articles and honestly, this article just like t- took me and I was like, "Holy shit, we gotta talk about this." They found a false wall, a false wall, and a daycare owner house and it had twenty six kids in his basement.
1: Oh, they were like kidnapped. No, them? apparently the place is also daycare. But like, oh okay, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh daycare, that's not that weird. Twenty six. Yeah, kids. but
0: they were being hidden in this behind this false wall uh, by this woman. And they were just doing a welfare check, like the police officer was literally doing a welfare check because apparently uh, they needed a license. Apparently, they didn't have a license to hold that many kids in that daycare, like they didn't license. So they were just checking to see how many kids were there. But when they came there, there was fucking nobody in the building. Like there was no no kids in the building. <laughs> but they were hearing you know, children's, you know, like you know, screaming and you know, cries and shit like that. They you know they found this hidden wall and there was two adults on there with twenty six kids.
1: What were they um, doing? It, I hesitate to ask. Didn't
0: uh, you know? Um, really saying much on the article about what was going on, but they were just saying like there was these twenty six kids in this basement, all who were under the age of three, and the officers immediately started working what? with the human services to release the children back to the kids. So
1: the parents. Yeah. The, what the fuck? I I don't I don't get. What is it? I, that's weird. Why? Why? And it's why? crazy. I some like, I man, why. like
0: I mean I don't know. There was just I mean, like there was so many question marks in this article, and like even there was some parents saying like, yeah, I just wanted them to have like you know the license for the kids. You know, I was like really hoping, but you know, you know, they can come back because like it's kind of a crazy like another problem. Like no parent has time to take care of the of their kids when they have a full time job as well. Like you need uh, you need yeah. uh, some. You know what, uh, child services, like, you need this daycare. Because, like, who's going to take care of your kids yeah. during the day? Right. And it's and so expensive. Yeah. On, on that topic, peace. it should
1: be. Publicized. like hundred dollars yeah, like, like a $500? week or something. Or something? Yeah, I've heard, I've heard prices as high as five hundred a week. Like that shit is fucking crazy. Dude. Like holy shit. That's like four times my yeah, rent. Yeah, it's
0: so insane and like no like no wonder people are like all right I'll pay, just pay a babysitter or some shit because it's honestly cheaper than to go take your kid to a daycare and spend three hundred dollars yeah. a week. Jesus Christ. Yeah, absolutely. Have yeah.
1: you ever in daycare? That is fucking ridiculous. I was in um, preschool. Yeah, actually. I remember preschool. My mom was a teacher. I don't know. I don't think I was in daycare. Uh, yeah, my my mom was a teacher, so I kind of had, like, an in you know, mm. with the people. But it is kind of weird to me that young mothers especially, like, people who haven't had time to establish a career, like, it's basically impossible to have a kid, <laughs> you know? I don't really no. get how people do it. I imagine to myself... Like, what if my girlfriend gets pregnant and we have a kid? What would that be like for me? I can't... I don't really know how it would be possible for me to have a kid. I really have no idea how people do that shit. It's oh, crazy. Because, I mean, it's a basically a full-time yeah, job. It was
0: like, you need to take care of that kid all day, every day. For, until they're 18, Yeah, and then least. you have to work to okay. feed
1: them or they'll die. Uh, Like, uh, I think there was a that
0: crazy. stat that like it costs like $500,000 to have a kid or something like that. Yeah, to raise them? To 18. Like to yeah. 18?
1: Yeah, I think I've heard that. Like, that's crazy. It's insane, dude. Yeah. Daycare should automatically or should very obviously be publicized. Like it should be free for everyone. Decommodified. Like that that's one of the services that I think should be free.
0: I agree. Uh staying on the top uh the topic of kids though. Young kids. Oh yeah, I love uh, five kids. Five year please. olds a five year old came to uh school with heroin and he says that makes him feel like Spider Man. What? What Yeah. To continue? The boy showed off a plastic bag stamped with Spider-Man that contained a powdery substance, which was heroin. And the boy told his teacher that it turned them into a superhero when he tasted the powder. What? And he said the boy allegedly said he allegedly got the bag
1: from the living room in his home. Well, his parents are fucked, dude. Imagine having a kid and getting fucking narked on because he grabbed your Spider-Man bag of heroin and took it to yeah, school. Yeah. So, Benny imagine Garcia, true, dude.
0: Uh, age 29, he says he pleads guilty to the charges of drug possession and reckless endangerment of a child. Honestly, I mean,
1: that sounds pretty fair. <laughs> yeah,
0: he needs to I go mean, to jail for this. Obviously, he can't fucking take care of a kid. Yeah, heroin yeah. on the table. You leaving your drugs on the table?
1: That's gonna take. Yeah. I mean, if it was like weed or something, I don't know. I feel like it'd be a little irresponsible, but at least you're not gonna like kill a kid from that. Right? Like, what if he but just like having a fucking just bag of you know, barrel. like
0: ate this whole bag? He's like, well, this bag tastes kind of weird, but I feel like insane right now.
1: Like, his heart's yeah, he's like, like, oh, it's, it's a, a cute fucking spider.
0: Uh, a thousand beats per minute,
1: and he fucking dies. Yeah, yeah, that is that is pretty fucking honestly, <laughs> what fucking. <the> <laughs> Kids, kids in America, dude. Honestly, kids, we're the kids of America. Oh, honestly, how does it feel to not be a kid anymore, man? Like, uh, I feel like every, every morning uh, I wake no, up dude. and I cry. Honestly, like, uh, fuck.
0: just fucking, like, I've just been, like, sleeping my day away, dude. It's kind of depressing, really.
1: You need to, like, get out more. You need to do stuff. Carpe diem. Yeah, dude, so I mean, I a planted
0: day, a mango the other day. You planted yeah, a mango? in my backyard just to see what would happen if I just, like, left it alone in my backyard, and I, apparently, take like five <laughs> years to grow, so like, take care of fruit. So, so, you know, at least I'm gonna have that. To you're it. I mean, care for No, it? I'm just gonna let it just chill in the dirt. You know, let you know, okay. Florida deal with it. Yeah, you I know, just like, you know what, fuck it, bro. I'm just gonna put <laughs> this mango in the ground.
1: Do mangoes grow in Florida?
0: I don't know, but you know, fucking Florida has the best fucking environment to grow fucking anything, so
1: yeah, that's pretty true. You probably get away with it.
0: Uh, I don't really have much uh, much more to talk about, other than the well, uh, I the guess next that means political question. Uh, the ph- philosophical question. Yeah, even.
1: I guess that means it's time for the next philosophical question. Philosophy. I'm ready. Let's go, baby. Philosophy Hit me. question, even. Uh,
0: so is humanity doomed to head in a destructive direction?
1: A destructive direction? I guess. What do you think, man? I don't know, dude, I wanna
0: believe that like the human civilization, we're gonna live until the universe dies, until like the last brown dwarf like turns off. Um but <laughs> Honestly I think we're gonna What do you mean? Brown dwarf is a legitimate star, dude. It's like gonna be the last of the stars and brown, brown dwarfs turn a into slur. the brown dwarfs turns into black dwarfs, I'm pretty sure.
1: Is that how stars work? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't the red know. I doors turns into
0: brown doors into black dwarves because, like, they're just iron balls now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but Do um, you really
1: think that we're going to make it that long?
0: No, I don't think. I want to. I really do. I, I want humanity to live that long until, like, you know, the universe, like, uh, turns dark. But honestly, I don't know, dude. I, like, honestly, I fear even nowadays, like... Like, dude, how long of this? Much like, how much more of this do I have, you know, left?
1: Well, do you mean you, or do you mean
0: like humanity? I mean, humanity. Like, what if we just fucking like all out nuked each other next week because of a choice? You know, I didn't have any say in.
1: I mean, that is basically like the scariest possible thing that can happen. I think. I mean, because like die, like I don't know, death is scary in general because I don't want to be dead. Like, I prefer to be alive. I don't know. I try not to think about my own death a lot, but I've kind of accepted the fact that I'm gonna die. Like, yeah, for I me like, too. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not like afraid, die,
0: like I've said before. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, was, I mean, I don't know if I explained this on podcast or off podcast yet, but like dying to me is like my uh, fucking n- 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 nirvana. Fuck, almost had a stroke there. Nirvana. <laughs> what do
1: you, What do you mean by that?
0: Like, because. Then I could finally figure out what is after dying. Is it nothing? Is it something? Is it a fucking, you know, reincarnation? Let's find out.
1: Well, um, it's nothing though. What if it's nothing?
0: I mean, then it doesn't matter,
1: right? Well, you won't even, well, I guess you won't know, so it doesn't matter. Yeah.
0: Exactly. So, but I think finding out what happens after dying is the, my biggest question for life. Like, if I could know one
1: thing about anything, I think it'd be that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty confident that it, it is nothing. I don't know. I, I've i come to terms with that. I think everyone needs to come to terms with that, you know? Like, yeah, we have, we all have our own ways of dealing with the fact that we're not going to be here forever. Dude, I, I don't, know, it's I don't not think nothing. it's something that's scary. Because I, I want to live in a world with this fucking magic, hopefully. Yeah, I want to get isekai would like anime. Uh, dude, I just want to fucking, like, live in an Arto world. I just want to go somewhere with my smartphone and just have anime powers and somehow a young cute girl with red pigtails comes up and she's like she looks 13 but actually she's like 300 and also yeah. she's a mage yeah. but i have my smartphone and she thinks i'm a mage because of the special powers but i'm actually not yeah. and i have a huge cock
0: and then like you know you're like an anti-hero maybe and like you become a better person at the end of the show
1: oh yeah building's roman baby
0: yeah but well, anyway I think uh, yeah humanity, humanity, yeah is uh, i don't know man i think we're gonna kill ourselves one day
1: I think doomed to head in a destructive direction is probably not not real, but are like as far as are we gonna head in a destructive direction? I mean,
0: what I I hate to say it, but is like uh, sometimes I'm driving, and then I think like, dude, what if right now in the horizon I just see a mushroom cloud form? Like, yeah. what am I gonna do in this moment? and i'm like well i'm on the highway right now going towards it so i'd probably fucking like fucking stop so no one hits behind me get into the fucking other lane going the other direction and just start driving i don't know like find a ditch or something and like hopefully i don't die but after that i yeah. don't know what else to like, go to fucking you know doomsday plan location
1: yeah like, i mean i think about nuclear war a lot honestly i mean i'm very anti nuclear like weapons and shit obviously but I don't know. I think about it a lot. It's just, it's very scary because the idea that it's your real entirely, it, it's real, but the idea that your entire life can come to an end because of the, the decision of, you know, basically a handful of men is very, it's, it's very, it's something that I'm very uncomfortable with. And I mean, I guess that's true at any time because I mean, ultimately anyone could kill you at any time for yeah. any reason if they wanted I mean, to, but I, like, I don't right
0: fear now, in the back of the head. right yeah but like
1: but that seems unrealistic but somehow the idea that someone's gonna have a bad day and nuke the fuck out of the whole world seems like more of a chance than even me getting murdered which is probably far more likely like i don't fear dying from everyday things for some reason but i i fear dying from things that are very consequential like nuclear war or like getting hit by an asteroid or some shit like that i think about that a lot because the idea of like yeah it's just something that's something that is potentially avoidable that we're just for some reason because of our stupidity or our lack of knowledge or whatever the reason we just weren't able to overcome it and then yeah we die like that shit scares me yeah the idea that there's some challenge out there that we can never overcome is something that i really don't like thinking about one thing so for true. that reason i'm gonna say we are not doomed to head in a destructive direction and i'm gonna say we are gonna not only are we gonna make it to the last black dwarf but we're gonna fucking ride the last black dwarf for miles we're gonna revive that shit turn it into a brown dwarf for equal representation and then yeah we're just gonna reconquer the dead ass galaxy because we're humans and we don't give a fuck that would be cool
0: but i don't know i don't think we're gonna make it that long uh, shut up uh one thing <laughs> that i th- oh, like that scares me as well as like like what if we just create something that destroys us like something worse than a nuke like what if we just make a black hole in a lab somewhere and like fuck, yeah. that's it we we fucking killed ourselves
1: yeah i mean we talked about this a little last episode it would be crazy right because like if a black hole spawned like at the large Hadron Collider or whatever in the uk or wherever it is i think it's in the uk and uh anyway like if it spawned there there would be like a very short period of time where like i i don't know actually like would it just instantly kill everyone and no one would be able to Uh, i think what's gonna happen
0: i think i saw a video on this that it it spawns and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger right until it consumes our uh, solar system
1: Right, but like as far as the people on Earth, like would they die instantaneously, or would it be like I mean, it slowly? I, I think it just sucks you in. I don't know. I guess I mean, the gravity really of the what... black hole, yeah, just would it would fuck everything. I think every everything.
0: I think everyone would start like like going towards the black hole. Yeah, like the
1: Earth, the gravity of the Earth would change, and like yeah, I mean everyone would die practically within hours. Like that, the, the like idea of something like that? that, you can't escape from that. Like you can't escape. Yeah, from no, that. there's no way to escape. Well, I mean, if anything happens that threatens the Earth, like climate change, for example, or like a meteorite, something like that, like as of right now, there's, there. I mean, we can't stop that shit. Like the climate change thing, yeah, we can stop it by preventing it. But like, if it actually happens and it's too late, once we get to the point where it's too late, we can't, we can't do anything. That's that's scary to me. I very much fear climate change, and like that's why. I think that in reality, like, if I told you the truth out of my heart, I would say, yeah, I mean, we are going to fucking destroy ourselves. We're doing it right now. And it's almost over. We only have, like, what was it the UN said? Like, the UN Commission said, like, what, 20 years or something? Yeah, I think it was
0: also, like, 20 years we're going to run out of oil.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I'm 20 years old. That means, like, in in, a, in one of my lifetimes, yeah. we, that's it. We're fucked after that. Like, yeah, that that really, is a very scary thought. Yeah, that's
0: what I've been saying. Like, I, I worry for my future because I, even I'm uncertain of, like, what's going to happen, you know, like, yeah. like what's going to happen with climate change? I'm going to, like, you know, this is going to happen in my lifetime. Like, climate change, you know, the sea level rising, like, so many people
1: getting displaced. Like, what's going to happen? Yeah, and, like, we would truly be the first generation of people that are, like, their, their quality of life gets drastically worse (laughs) over time because like in general throughout history like things have gotten better um, and better
0: what's it called retirement funds what's that called yeah i mean like
1: in in in, like in isolation there are several ways that like our our life expectancy our quality of life is going down yeah that's true but i'm more talking about the fact like the idea that over time like technology improves and it's better yeah exactly and like oh in general people's quality of life increases over time Like we would be basically going back to the fucking stone age, like like our life is gonna be like in one generation. Um,
0: God, what was that game that came out by Obsidian? Uh, Fallout. Yeah, but the new one. Oh, Wasteland. It's not called. I think it's called Wasteland. It's not called Wasteland. No, the one that literally just came out, and we played it, and I beat it. Oh, oh, Outer World. Outer World, yes. Yeah. Earth, I feel like Earth is going to become just like outer worlds where there's like colonies and like the rest is just barren wasteland that can't thrive yep. anymore because yep. like you can't farm in the dirt and it's like fucking yep.
1: just shit running around. It's going to be colonies around the last vestiges of things that are able to be worked by humans, you know, the places like uh, if it doesn't get burned down before then, places like, you know, around the Amazon rainforest. Places like probably like Florida, but you know, more inland. Because I'm I'm gonna gonna have
0: I'm gonna have beachfront property in the next twenty
1: years. (laughs) (laughs) So I mean, there's that plus. At least, dude, imagine being like rich right now. You could invest in all the properties that are like you just like talk to a professional that knows about climate change and ask them like okay where about where's the new beach gonna be and then buy all the properties around there and then when the climate change happens you can sell all that shit for a huge return all right that's genius yo don't put this out cut this
0: out cut this out yeah yeah. cut this part (laughs) Uh, one third note
1: to self cut this shit out yeah i don't know i hope we don't destroy ourselves man i would miss us
0: but uh, yeah, um, another another thing I want to talk to the audience. Yeah, thank you for listening so far. Uh, you're almost to the yeah, end. Of course, uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, it's insane. Throughout. Well, honestly, uh, I've never thought we'd even hit uh, this this many. Like you know, we're getting decent amount of plays for a very fairly new podcast, and I appreciate anyone who actually listens to it. So, but uh, another thing we want to doing is, um, you know, we want to do two episodes a week and uh, we're going to be recording the next episode this week, tomorrow. And uh,
1: Doug, what do you tell them? Tell them what that's going to be about. The idea is that we're going to create these narrative essays about topics that we decide each week and it's going to be new and interesting topics. it uh, Could be thing, anything from like a murder mystery to like fucking learning about political theories to uh, reading about some random athlete that like, I don't know, fucking killed someone or something like that. I don't know. Just random shit. We're going to find interesting stuff to talk about. And it's going to – the time of the episode is going to vary. The Our goal for this podcast, for this part of the podcast, is to have it be about an hour each time. It's going to be plus or minus some amount of minutes, but generally we shoot for an hour. But this other podcast that we're going to record is going to be uh, no limits, no holds barred. could be anywhere from 20 minutes to fucking eight hours if if it needs to be. We're That's just going to be having a conversation about a topic. And yeah, I think it I am really excited for it. I think it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it should I think be good. It, it'll work well with our personalities. Yeah, dude, for you're sure. gonna
0: be uh, doing the next one for tomorrow and I'll be doing yeah, the next yeah. one for
1: that. Don't tell them that because
0: then if it's bad, they're gonna blame me. <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> it's good. So uh thank you all, right. all for watching. Uh, yeah, Left. thanks guys. Uh, again, I'm David. Caleb. I'm Caleb brother. And uh, we're signing off for the night. Peace later.